0: Voices of the Elephant is proudly sponsored by SiteGround.com, a leader in website hosting and a terrific partner for all your website projects. Their top-notch technologies will make your websites fast and secure. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast, Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. and welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. My name is Cal Evans. I'm your host and my special guest today is my longtime friend and fellow podcaster, Matthew Setter. Say hi to everybody, Matthew.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Now, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts and so I don't know the current status of yours. You're still podcasting, right? Uh, kind of hiatus. Oh, okay. So you're on hiatus, but you've done it in the past. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to enjoy it. Um, you had um, one—I forget the name of it—but you had this killer logo, and I, I just kept thinking, geez, that's a that's a, it's a great identity package that you had on that logo on that that podcast." And I listened to a few episodes, and it was wonderful. So, uh,
1: what was the name of your podcast? That was called Free the Gig, and it's Free the gig.fm. I ah. gotta fix the domain up. I yeah.
0: Oh, well, I'll throw a link in the show notes so that people can go um, check out your past episodes. Um, cool. And I hope you get back to it because you have a voice for radio, man. I, I love um, I love your accent. And I love your voice. I always enjoyed the um, podcast that you did. Hey, you've been on Voices before, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you the same question I ask everybody when they're their first time on. Let's dive right into the meat of this. Um, You've got some new materials coming out built around a framework called Mezio. And the first thing I want to talk about is what the heck is Mezio? Talk
1: to us about that. Shortest version I can give you is that Mezio is the latest incarnation of what originally started out as Zen Framework, became Zen Framework 2. Became Zend Expressive, and then after all the machinations, and Zen got bought by I think Perforce.
0: Oh uh, well, they got bought by
1: Rogue Wave, and then Perforce. So exactly, and at that point, I guess the decision was made to I think the framework wasn't internally supported anymore. But right. the wonderful man that is Matthew Finney and a lot of the core contributors said, "Well, we're still sticking with this because mm-hmm. of all the installations." And what timing!
0: Now it's time for you to be a game changer with the RingCentral Developers Game Changer Program. Grow your skills, help others in the community, and get rewarded with awesome prizes like RingCentral swag, conference tickets, software, iPads, computers, and so much more. Don't just be a developer, be a game changer and join the program today. For more information, visit developers.ringcentral.com. (laughs) <laughs>
1: sorry about that
0: no it's okay
1: wife calling i i totally understand um and where were we okay so because of uh that they decided they wanted to keep using it but if they were going to keep using it they had to then be housed somewhere else so keeping a long story short uh it was able to be rehoused at the linux foundation because mm-hmm. of that they needed a new name I am not conversant with the reasons for calling it Mezio and renaming sort of like the libraries from Zen Framework to Laminous, but that's what was done. Yep. So that's what was done. I'll just get behind it. So um, I had created a course for Pluralsight originally. I think it was called, if I look at the site here, yeah, Zend Expressive Essentials. Okay. Um, but it had been a bit of time since I created it. The framework had been uh, developed further and I hadn't updated it to reflect that. So talking with huge plug for my awesome, awesome, uh, account, account or sorry, author success manager, ASM Kim, uh, plural site. Mm-hmm. She said, well, how about we basically do a refresh refresh, which is a new course, but is, but isn't, mm-hmm. uh, to take into account the branding changes, the code changes, and so forth. Well, we'll uh, so, get to that in
0: a second. Ah, um, right. I, I want to um, back up here because I, I want to make sure I understand. I, I know all my listeners are much brighter than me, and they, they've grokked this. But uh, Mezio is a direct descendant of Zen framework, but
1: then what is Laminas? Um, well, you've got Mezio, which is like like a micro framework built on top of the Laminas oh, libraries. Okay.
0: So Laminas is the big one and Mezio is a micro framework? Yeah. So you've got
1: Laminus, which is your your broad umbrella for uh, caching, database access, yeah. um, OAuth, all those sorts of things. Okay. And then Mezio is, I guess, bundling uh, some of those into uh, a micro framework so you could Create a, a RESTful API, um, a HTML-based application. So mm-hmm. usual, like you've got static pages or log in, log out, that kind of interactivity, or a RESTful API, and it sort of bootstraps you to kind of get going with that quickly.
0: Okay, um, that that helps clear things up. Thank you. Um, so now let's dive in and talk about now since it's a micro framework are there are there what do you teach in your course do you you teach how to build websites with it is it more designed for one specific
1: use what do you teach um the i guess the core my focus with the course is to make it really practical make it really hands-on of course you have to get a certain amount of theory and and concepts otherwise things just won't hang together properly but my focus is give you enough theories so that you can get on and build something so through the course we build a simplistic ultra ultra simplistic version of imdb kind of okay it just lists one movie record uh greatest movie of all time hot fuzz simon pegg anyway love that movie <laughs> um so it's, it's Really simplistic, but my aim is to, I, I step people through from like, what is Mezio? What is a bit of laminus behind that? What is a micro framework? What is a full stack framework? Core sort of concepts. And then we build uh, this basic ugly looking application by hand. Um, so that my, my idea is that sometimes things can really gloss over or uh, abstract away too many things. And when things go wrong, you're kind of at a disadvantage to try and fix them yeah. or build things properly, so I build step the people through building something manually, so you see all the bits. It is labor intensive to to see all those bits, but I felt that it would really be of value so that people yeah. can really know what's going on. Then yeah. we come along and we use the skeleton installer, which is like uh, I'm not sure of the equivalent in Laravel artisan, mm. I think. okay. And I think there's something similar in Symfony where Mm -hmm. you can say basically bootstrap me a really um, basic application and it will put in my configuration files, um, my core templates Mm -hmm. and uh, file and directory structure. So then I step the person through creating the, the, the same app, but this time with the help of all that tooling. So now you see sort of what you get and how much it does for you. Then, throughout the remainder of the course, we look at um, expanding on that functionality. So, we add in database support, flesh out or create and flesh out the um, DI, con- um, DI controller, mm-hmm. and look at how to configure pipelines so that you can sort of craft these things. For this particular route, I want all this functionality, but I don't want it to touch anywhere else. Mm, well, okay. then, and, and different ways to do that. So, hopefully, to sort of match different use cases of complexity. Mm -hmm. that's a massive nutshell but hopefully that's a good no
0: that that gives us um, a a lot of food for thought now how is this course structured Um, I know you know different platforms use different time frames and stuff like that I've seen them some go down to five minutes you know five minutes per lesson and you get a bunch of lessons others do you know an hour at a time How, how is this structured in and how is this paced
1: This one is split up over um, six modules. Okay. And then roughly, if actually just looking through it here at the moment, the videos do range somewhere between, say, one to about 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So there are some which are quite light on, like the the intros and summaries, you know, the usual what we're going to do and Mm -hmm. what we just did do. They're just, they're quite light on. But I think on average... The videos are somewhere between five to ten minutes, so I want to have enough time to to really get into something, without really labouring the point, and someone's just sort of you know starting to drift off and have their head sort of rest on the table and so on. Um, so in that way, it's each video isn't particularly long, mm-hmm. but I like to structure it. I'm um, sort of what do we got? We've got first I. Take um, the user through to set up the development environment, so you have all the things you need, and that is, and this is quite a bit of work, uh, Linux, macOS, and Windows. Oh wow, yeah, because I wanted to make sure that everybody could follow along, and and really um, um, cut as as broad a scope as possible, and not say, well, get Linux or what well, kind of tough, because I feel that's just yeah, yeah. Um, then we look at get an introduction to Mezio uh, so you look at core components, what it is, what's a micro framework.
0: Now, do you have a, an overarching repo for all of these where they can just grab the source code or do, do you actually walk them through building the source code individually?
1: Uh, there is a bit of both. Okay. Um, I do have the repo. I will shoot you the link so mm-hmm. you can include it. Um, but we also do step through a, a large number of live demos. Oh. Where some of the content was just so large, I, I felt it would be labouring the point. I just skipped it and said, "Here's the completed file," and step someone through it. Other cases, it's you do see me building a whole lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll send you the link to the repo so someone can then just look at that.
0: Okay. Um, now, you said something very interesting. We were just um, you know fleshing out the the rest of the podcast, you said. Um, you know, the, uh, I said, is there anything else you want to talk about? You said, yes, there's a book. So this begs the question, which came first, the course or the book? Because you, you've got a, cor- a book now that covers this same material. Did you develop that first or did you develop the course and said, hey, I could make this a book?
1: Uh, no, can the other way. I started the book uh, because I, I think I just had this 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 itch. I just wanted to write one. Um, I'd also been working a lot with ASCII doc and thought, I just want to self publish something, whether that's just, oh, cool uh, could have gone there. Can I get it published on Amazon? I just wanted to self publish and see what it was, what all the steps were. Mm-hmm. Um, so I created that and roughly they're the same thing. I based, uh, all the content and, and what I say through the course on the contents of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, that book, uh, was a, I think I had the tech reviewers were, were Matthew Wera, Finney and a couple others in the community. This time I've really sort of asked a lot of people in the community if they would like to look at it and just double check it. and a lot of people have been very uh, uh, forthcoming and very helpful. Huge hat tip. So yeah, book first and then the course was based on the book.
0: That's the first time I've ever heard anybody crowdsource the technical review of, of a book. That is, um, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you. Uh, I might have to try that. Although I'm, I'm really afraid to have my, uh, throw my book out for criticism, any of my books out for criticism. Cause I know people are going to just, gonna, you're not qualified to write anything. Yes. I have imposter syndrome. I just hide it very well. So <laughs> I should get some tips. <laughs> anyhow, well, hey, I will throw a um, link in the show notes to the book, to the repo and to the course. Oh, um, the course is available um, on Pluralsight? Yep. And how much is it? Uh, that it comes as part of,
1: you have to have a Pluralsight subscription. Oh, okay. You, so you subscribe to Pluralsight. Okay. Yep. And if you have one of those, then you can browse any of the courses and mine's in there. Very
0: cool. Uh, Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you Um, as a content creator, I am Mm -hmm. curious, what's your experience with Plurisite? Has it been a positive experience? Um, You having problems with them? Is this something you'll never do again? Um,
1: uh, Don't take the pause as negative. I just, (laughs) I want to think, right? Um, No, it's uh, this, this, this time creating this course has been like, it's always been positive. Mm-hmm. But creating this course, huge plug again for kim i 'm going to get make sure she listens to this has been great. she's an extremely enthusiastic punctual on point person who has made it just brilliant mm. um, it's I would say that it 's a great experience um, my, my pause would be it was a lot of work, but that came because they were quite. Because of the structure, how you know what they expect when you create a course, the process mm. you have to go through, uh, what you have to do, the uh, review process is extremely thorough and it's oh, quite yeah. demanding. But as a result of that, you y- you kind of cross every t, you dot every i. So, yes, it's demanding, yes, it's a lot of hard work, but I feel that the quality of the created content is a lot better mm. and that you grow a lot and quite quickly as a result of of following through that. So really positive, hard work, but positive. Yeah, well, that that that's very
0: good. Um, you know, I, have um, Oh, that, that brings the last question uh, about Plurisite. How does their process work? Did you approach them and say, Hey, I've got an idea. I know this is a refresh of an existing course, but for the original one, did they come to you and say, we noticed you're doing this or did you go to them and pitch?
1: Um, I had, I think we were discussing last time. I, uh, I I kind of disappeared effectively because of my two little kids. But mm-hmm. when they're a bit older, I thought, well, okay, now what am I going to do? And I looked at the courses and I uh, thought, yep, I wanna, I'd want i like to create another course. Hmm. And I went looking through, they have, I don't know if I should say, I guess it's okay. Uh, like a list of, this is the courses that we would like someone to pitch on. Oh, or okay. The areas that we're looking for and here's some courses. So if you pitch on it, you get in first, you get accepted, then you can do that. And I pitched on some, mm-hmm. but I think one, like the, the day after they decided it, it didn't fit with their curriculum and in others, I think one other people had gotten in first, but that kicked off the discussion with, uh, with my, um, uh, contact there. And they said, well, how about, and they were looking at the previous courses I'd done and the time between them, and said, well, would you be interested in refreshing those courses? Hmm. So it started as me applying, but then ended up as a kind of a bit of a, a two way discussion that led to the course that I created. Yeah.
0: Well, very cool. Hey, Matthew, I want to thank you for taking the time away from your schedule and your family and your two wonderful kids for being with us here today on Voices of the Elephant. Audience, thank you for taking the time to be with us. And listen, we hope you have found it to be a valuable investment of your time. We hope to see you back next week. Do us a favor, though. While um, you're browsing sometime this week, go out to your favorite podcatcher, however you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating. Look, if you like what we're doing, please give us five stars, five thumbs up, whatever, and leave us a positive review. If you know of a way that we can serve you better, drop me an email, cal at calevans.com. I love hearing from um, podcast listeners and love implementing new ideas that they come up with. So drop us an email, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. And hey, we'll see you right here next week on Voices of the Elephant. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons, attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is, of course, spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.